Welcome to The Deeper You Go, The Weirder It Gets. I'm your host, Garrett Rennan. So I'm, I'm working on getting episodes out on a more efficient, efficient basis. And, and not to make an, any excuses, but the last month and a half, I've been really busy, which is actually a good thing. But also, uh, some of the topics I want to cover require me to do some research. I love talking about topics that fascinate me, like the Creation Myth series. However, because I'm no expert on any of these topics, I have to learn as I go. And, and so basically, this means that we are on this journey together, learning as we go. So anyway, let's, let's get to the show. Uh, so, la- so a couple weeks ago, I had a birthday ceremony. And depending on who's asking, I may or may not have ingested some magical fungus. And as I was enjoying my night in deep contemplation, I was staring up at the night sky and a thought came over me. What exactly am I looking at? See, despite living in a city with lots of light pollution, on a clear night, I can still see a decent amount of stars. And so, like I said, as I was staring at these stars, I began to wonder, what is it that I'm actually looking at? I feel like stars and the night sky is a perfect example of the deeper you go, the weirder it gets, because any explanation is utterly mind-blowing. The accepted scientific explanation is that each one of these tiny lights is a sun, similar to our own sun, which in itself is fascinating. Then you realize that there are billions of these suns in our galaxy, and that each of these suns most likely have planets associated with them just like our own solar system. Then, if that's not crazy enough, these stars are really far away. We're talking about light years away. The closest star, Alpha Centauri, is 4.37 light years away. So let's talk about what light years actually means. See, according to physics, the speed of light is the cosmic speed limit. Nothing can travel faster than light. In addition, the laws of physics also state that it is impossible for anything other than a photon to travel at the speed of light. This means that, according to our current understanding of the physical world, we humans will never be able to travel at the speed of light. But let's pretend we live in the Star Wars universe and we have the ability to make that jump to light speed. Well, just how fast is light speed? The speed of light in a vacuum is 186,000 miles per second. That's basically... 670 million miles per hour. So if we were able to travel 670 million miles per hour, it would still take us over four years to reach our closest star. I mean, (laughs) that's insane. Our closest star is so far away, it's basically out of reach. Then it gets a whole lot weirder when you realize that some of these stars are over a million light years away. All this means is that, according to science, we live in an infinite universe that is essentially empty. And Earth, or even our solar system, is nothing more than the tiniest water droplet in an almost infinite, in in an infinite, mostly empty ocean. And because we have found no evidence of life outside of our planet, we seem to be all alone. It's a weird and lonely thought. Why is the universe so vast? Why is everything so spread out? Why does it seem to contain little to no life outside of our own planet? 
Why are we here? Are we just a product of being at the right place at the right time? Just a product of sheer random luck? Although, while we think about those questions, I have to say that, uh, so on July 24th, 2020, which was actually my birthday, the New York Times uh, came out with an article that reported that the Pentagon had classified hearings on a cl- on a crash slash recovered off-world vehicles not made of this earth. So what does that statement really mean? It's To me, it sounds like they have recovered some alien spacecraft. And so I'm definitely excited to hear more about this, but we've still seen no proof. And until we do, there's no scientific evidence that any other life form exists outside of this planet. So the point of all this, and I've talked about this before, is that science tells us that we live in a vast, empty universe that was spontaneously created out of nothing in an instant, and that our existence is just a product of total randomization. So according to science, when I'm looking at the stars, what I'm actually seeing is just a large burning mass of random materials that are so far away, it's beyond comprehension, which is fairly mind-blowing in its own way. Or maybe what I'm seeing is a small glimpse into the bigger picture. In the Emerald Tablets, which is uh, definitely an episode that I want to do about those. So in the Emerald Tablets, which were written by Hermes Trismegistus, there is a famous statement, uh, as above, so below, as below, so above. And this is actually a profound statement which has meaning on many levels. And I intend to break down that idea in much more detail in, in future episodes. But for now, we can take this statement to mean that we are a part of something bigger, that we are somehow connected to the stars above, and that those stars and planets of not only our galaxy, but the entire universe are a part of some process or function that we are not quite able to understand. Uh, Let's assume that below means Earth. Well, we all know that we are connected to everything on this planet. We are, part, we are a part of nature. We are connected and dependent on the oceans, rivers, air, soil, the sun, and the moon. So if below is our planet, then above is the vastness of space. As, as below, so above. This would mean that we are, just, we are just as connected to the stars above as we are to our own planet. I mean, is this true? I don't know, but I do know that ancient cultures were obsessed with the stars. They 100% believed we were connected to the stars. They gave specific meaning to not only certain stars, but the planets and also clusters of stars called which they called constellations. They believed that earth cycles and certain life energies were affected by these constellations. They believed that the planets in our solar system had specific personalities and powers which also affected life here on Earth. Did you ever realize that the planets in our own solar system are are named after both Greek and Roman gods? Why is that? Is it because they are cool names and it's a fun naming convention or is there some deeper meaning? Are the planets named after gods because maybe the planets contain godlike power that can deeply affect our livelihood? Like I mentioned before, nearly all of our ancient writing and myth- mythio- mythology seems to believe so. Even today, there are many people who believe that the location of the planets and stars 
has a major effect on everything from our personality, our emotions, our decision making, and even the general state of humanity. I mean, it's certainly possible, right? We know that the weather and the seasons affect our state of mind, so why not the planets? As below, so above. So this all kind of brings me back to the original question. When I look at the stars, what am I seeing? Am I seeing unconnected randomness? Or am I getting a small glimpse into the bigger picture? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. See you on the other side.